a karate instructor, had abducted 11-year-old Jody Plochet several weeks earlier and taken him to California. When Jody was rescued and returned to his family, his father Gary was coping with reports that Doucette had sexually assaulted his son. We didn't know what to do, you just feel helpless. Ten days later, when the police flew Doucette back to face trial, Gary Plochet was waiting with a gun. Gary Plochet uh, shoots and kills him. Gary, why? Gary, why? And to this day, it stands out in my mind, the uh, shooter, Gary Plochet, says, if it had been your child, you would have done the same thing, too. Let's talk about that. Instead of focusing on winning arguments, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and marketing and how we can use them to win in the world of politics, teaching you how to meet people where they're at on the issues they care about. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. Well, happy Tuesday there, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show, and thank you for joining us on, of course, another fun-filled episode of The Brian Nichols Show. I am, as always, your humble host, joining you live from our Stratus IP studios here in lovely eastern Indiana. Don't let cyber attacks or outdated business technology put your company at risk. Learn more at briannicholsshow.com forward slash Stratus IP. Why, Gary? Why? I remember watching that video for the first time probably 10 years ago, and I saw it on YouTube, and it was one of those things where I just didn't really know the context behind the story, and then I found the context behind the story, and then I said, replace every jury in America with Gary Plochet, and to talk to us today about his dad, Jody Plochet is joining us. Jody, welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Jody, thank you for joining us, and uh, thank you for joining us to discuss the question that everyone was asking back in 1984. Why, Gary? Why? But first, do us a favor, introduce yourself to the Brian Nichols Show audience and uh, why we find ourselves here discussing that book today. Well, I, I feel like I do have to say since it is, uh, I am in Louisiana, I'm in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and today is Mardi Gras. I'm kind of asking why, Jody, why did you agree to this interview? And I could be in New Orleans right now at the parade. But uh, no, I'm kidding. All right. So, yeah. So you set up the clip. When I was younger, I was taking karate. Um, my karate teacher started grooming my family early on. Uh, started grooming me and eventually started sexually abusing me for a year. And he was a con man. He was a sociopath. Um, he took no one else's feelings into you know, effect. So he would willing to screw over anybody. And uh, he had taken advantage. Actually, it was one of my dad's friends, Don Landers. Um, he had sold him some LSU uh, bandanas and Don had bought an original 15,000 and Jeff, instead of taking the, the down payment and buying the bandanas and then, upon giving Don Landers the full shipment and getting the second half of the payment, Jeff went and blew the first payment, didn't have money to buy the bandana. So he owed Don Landers money. Well, excuse me, because he didn't have the money and he couldn't con anyone else to, out, out of getting the money to give to Don. He decided to leave town. Well, since I was, had been his love interest for the past year, he didn't want to go by himself. So he took me, which made it kidnapping. And then, uh, then once they rescued me, um, they brought me back on March 1st, 1984. Um, and then Daddy, um, the video you just saw took place uh, a little over two weeks later on March Friday, March 16th, 1984 at the Baton Rouge Airport. And it wasn't, people say, oh, I was watching that live. It wasn't filmed live. It aired live on the 10 o'clock news, but the shooting took place about uh, 930. And they had to beam it back to the station to decide what they were going to, 
put it on there, if it, how much they were going to put on there. If you go to uh, YouTube and type in WBRZ shooting, airport shooting, you can actually see the news from the night it happened. Wow. So this leads to today, right? And we have a new book. Why, Gary? Why? And I would love for you to maybe talk to the audience today about what this book represents to you, why you went out starting, you know, obviously writing this book and telling your story, but what have you found when you were writing that you're able to share with the audience after all these years later? Okay, well, the book is almost like two different books, and I actually had a friend suggest that I actually publish two separate books, but I wasn't doing that. I'm not, I'm not trying to sell the book. I mean, don't get me wrong, everyone needs money, but I mean, I want it for the, if anybody is a, a, a victim or has some issues, and they'll say you don't, can't afford it. I mean, I have a link. Just email me. I can provide you with a free link to download a digital copy for free. Um, well, the first half is basically my story. It's me talking about how I got involved in karate, about how Jeff molested me, what tactics he uses, how my parents kind of overlooked it, how he groomed them, and then the shooting. And then that's kind of like where it stopped. And I started writing the book in 1993. And I stopped because I felt I didn't have the information to, to make the book as effective as possible. So, and when I graduated LSU in 1998, I eventually moved to Pennsylvania, uh, Montgomery County, Pennsylvania, to work at Victim Services Center. And I was doing community education programs, safety programs, and I was a certified sexual assault counselor for seven years. I used to train sexual assault counselors, and uh, I felt I could use that information to do the second half of the, of the book, which isn't about me. It's more for parents and victims or, or survivors. So it's a combination of all that. And then I'll wrap it up in a bow at the end when I kill daddy. Let's start with when you were a kid. <laughs> what were the red flags when you were a kid? Now you're looking back that you wish you would have seen and maybe the red flags that parents can look for or they can help coach their kids to look for as well. Um, all right, so there were a few that I think would have been pretty obvious looking back now, now that we know what we know, or you know, if you read my book, you might see some of these signs. Um, I used to play all the sports. I played football, basketball, baseball, and soccer. I would leave my football game at halftime to go play soccer. I could do that because my dad was a head football coach. So, um, And once I started taking karate and Jeff started molesting me, he made me quit all that. So right there that I quit all the sports that I love playing just because I wanted to do karate – um, that's one. My personality changed. Jeff wouldn't let me play with the other kids. He'd want me to sit with him on family night if Jeff was over visiting and watch TV. Um, so personality changes, uh, stopping, you know, things that their interest, um, changes, um, personality changes. Like, like I said, I mean, it was pretty clear that I went from an outgoing kid to this quiet, abused child. And the one thing that I like to point out the most, cause I mean, I was Jeff's favorite and Jeff always had a favorite. If someone wants to spend more time with your child than you do, you might want to question what's going on. And now, a word from our sponsors. E-A-B-L-E-S. Ebels. Remember that name because if you suffer from chronic joint and muscle pain like me, then Ebels Broad Spectrum CBD Oil is your answer to your prayers. Ebels is truly a game changer in the natural alternatives to big pharma drugs. And yours truly can indeed vouch for the quality of Ebels. Having a herniated disc in my back, coupled with years of sports injuries, I was struggling to find something, anything to help manage my pain. That is until Ebels. And right now, Ebels is offering a special discount to all members of the Brian Nichols 
Ebles Show audience on all orders. All you have to do is head to ebles.com and use promo code TBNS. That's it. Discount applied. Again, the code is TBNS at checkout to start managing your pain today with the highest quality CBD on the market. One more time, that is code TBNS at checkout. Talk to us about when you you go forward now 35 years later, 40 years later almost, and you're looking back. Obviously, the years have passed, but I can almost guarantee that the trauma still remains and it's something you have to probably deal with every single day. So what do you recommend to folks out there in terms of dealing with trauma? What's been the most effective means that you have found? Right. One of the things that I would say is to seek support. Now, it all depends on where you get your support from. I, a lot of times family members aren't the best support because they, you know, they'll tell you, suck it up, walk it off. Um, it just so happened my mother was my support system. And so I was able to talk with her and share everything with her back when I was 11, 12 years old. And so I was able to, and then daddy shoots Jeff. And so now I got to deal with that at an early age. So I probably, it's a process. I, I compare it to the grieving process. Like I didn't become, oh, I could sleep well at night overnight. I mean, it, it took a while. Um, several months, uh, I did go to get professional help that only was for like six months. And he told my mother, he don't need to come here anymore. Like he'll be fine. So he recognized that, but everybody heals at their own pace. Um, whether it's, like I said, through family, whether it's, uh, religion, clergy, you know, pastor, uh, it could be a, a professional psychiatrist, psychologist. It could be just a support group. Um, but you know, if you're working through these issues, uh, definitely find some type of support system so you can work through it. And it's a process. And keep that in mind. It doesn't happen overnight. So obviously watching your dad take the law into his own hands and, and, and act justice in this case, this is something I think a lot of folks empathize with your dad, especially when they look at where we are today as a society where so many of these just traumatic uh, cases are are just stuck in the legal system and no justice is is found. And if it is, it's years delayed and it's no true justice. It's usually some, you know, plea plea deal. It's it's you know leveled down. And so it's not even really anything of, of any reprimation. It's just a slap on the wrist. So I guess do you <laughs> this is a kind of a weird question, but do you look at your dad and what he did and taking these actions into his own hands as yes, that that was the right action. Or do you think, ah, dad, you maybe should have not done that way. Well, I advise parents that it's most important thing is to be there for your child. So I would not advise a parent to follow my, my dad's footsteps. If you look at a similar case uh, with MMA fighter, uh, UFC fighter, Cain Velasquez, you know, he actually shot the wrong guy. And I know when he was in jail for like nine months, he finally got out recently. And I think Kane has learned the lesson that, you know what, um, it's more important for me to be there for my child than seek revenge for my child. Um, so I would not put myself in a position to be prosecuted would be my advice for parents. With that said, thanks to YouTube and TikTok, um, you can find a number of videos talking, discussing true crime uh, podcasts, talking about my father. And I think my father, for a lot of people, because a, a lot of victims don't get the justice that they deserve, that he stands as a symbol of justice. That, you know what, Gary Plochet did what he had felt he had to do, and he didn't spend any time in prison for it. So I think that people, 
that, that gives people hope and gives them faith that, you know, justice is out there. And I think that that's what he stands for. And you can go read the comments in any of those YouTube videos and, and you can see a, most of the people, most of the people uh, agree with what my dad did. Well, and I mean, political ideology be darned. It seems a lot of folks pretty much just jump on board with just, yeah, your dad did the right thing, right? Because at the end of the day, it requires, I think, a lot of us to to look to people who are leading by example. And when the, the powers that be refuse to lead by example, that's where a lot of people really look to see, well, who will lead by example? Who will stand up and, and say, this is wrong, this needs to be addressed? So I guess to parents, how would you recommend to parents right now that they address this? Because this is obviously a, to- a topic of conversation that's permeating a lot of the cultural conversation in terms of, you know, the the sexualization of children and, and the, the line has seemingly creeped further and further. So what would you recommend to parents right now that when they're experiencing this? Uh, one, I would tell parents, parents to take teachable moments that come about just in regular day uh, situations. Like if there's a story on the news and, and your young child is there. You don't have to go into explicit details, but you can be like, yes, there are bad people that harm kids. And if anything happens like that to you, you know, you come tell me, um, never blame yourself because it's never your fault when an adult does something. I mean, have that conversation with your children before they're subject to that victimization. I mean, I knew I never blame myself and I knew Jeff was in the wrong because my mother had had that discussion with me at a younger age. So when, when Jeff started touching me, I was like, okay, he's like one of these people my mom told me about. Now, I was still 10 years old, so I didn't have the, uh, the confidence or, or uh, I didn't want to upset my parents, so I kept my mouth shut. But definitely have those conversations with your ch- children. Excuse me. I know, Jody, that this, you know, this story that you share in Why Gary Why, that it, it's a lot of dark, but also, you know, just it's it's important information you have to share because this is your your lived experience and what you you not only experience but what other people are experiencing as well and i think it is important to emphasize that despite that you still found the opportunity to find some good that came out of this could you talk to a little bit more about the good that you found has come you know now we're 40 years later well one of the things i'll say about the book is even though it is a book about kidnapping child rape and murder um, if you go read some of the Amazon reviews, I mean, one person says, like, this book is funny. Like, I know you don't expect me to say this, but I laughed out loud. So if there is some humor in there mixed in with the darkness of, of the whole story. Um, I think that you will laugh out loud. Um, but one of the things that's important is just, for, like I said, parents to have the conversation. Um, when I was in, when I was 18 years old, so it would have been right before my 19th birthday, me and my dad went to, uh, Geraldo went to New York City to film the Geraldo Rivera talk show. And I specifically went for a free trip to New York. I had never been to New York. My mother was born um, in the Bronx. So it was an opportunity to go see the Big Apple. And that's the only reason why I went on that show. And I didn't think nothing of it. And then the show aired in June. We filmed it in April. It aired in June. And then a couple days later, I got a call from a police major in with the sheriff's office. And he called me up and he said, look, I want you to be the first to hear this from me. Um, a kid watched you on the Geraldo show. He was being molested by his pastor and he came forward and we arrested him. He was molesting two boys. So that's the moment when I realized, okay, I can take this negative story, but powerful story and turn it into something positive. So that's kind of put me on the path that I knew what I wanted to do probably my whole life since then. So 
the book is called Why Gary Why, but that's not where your dad's story ends. Tell the viewer, you know, what was the rest of your dad's years like? I know your dad, had, I think, passed away in 2014, if I saw that correctly. Yes. So um, it's yeah, funny because. Yeah, go ahead. I would say it's funny because I got a presentation April 6th in Richmond, Virginia. I'm a final keynote speaker at this conference. And so I, was, I pulled out my PowerPoint. I was kind of playing with it. And I was looking for pictures of my dad just when he was like a baby or when he was younger. Uh, there was one where, where my mother's holding me at my christening and my dad, like he's so young. Um, and it just got me thinking, just like and I ended up reading one of the, or like if, if you type in Gary Ploche dies, you can read the, or, the article that aired in the local paper. I kind of reread it today, which I hadn't read probably since 2014. And uh, I mean, I, I said, my dad is, you know, he liked to entertain. He liked to host and, you know, he was a salesman. So he, he was inclined to buy you the next beer, buy you lunch. Um, he'd invite you over, cook the jambalaya for the baseball teams. He coached all the sports. So my dad was one of the, the nicest, sweethearted people you'd ever meet. And I'm getting choked up. Um, just on Twitter the other day, someone commented and they said that, um, like, if, if, if Jeff Doucet doesn't molest Gary Plochet's son, um, Gary Plochet never probably commits a crime in his life. And someone commented, and I loved it. He said, Gary Ploche wasn't Gary Ploche until he had to be Gary Ploche. Yeah. I think that hits pretty hard. I thought that was cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Well, Jody, I think, you know, what better way to wrap up an episode? Because that exemplifies, excuse me, why what we do here at the show and what we're trying to promote in terms of being the change you wish to see in the world. And sometimes there's just moments that you're called to be who you're supposed to be. And your dad was called to be who he was supposed to be back in 1984. And we're telling his story 40 years later. I think that's pretty darn cool. So with that being said, the book is why Gary, why it can be found over on Amazon. And of course, uh, you know, we want to wrap up the episode today with, what we like to call some final thoughts. Um, you know, I think what your dad did, uh, you know, Jody with Gary leading by example and trying to be the change he wished to see in the world. We need more people like that. So I say, uh, to all the, the future Gary's out there who are trying to make the change and trying to help, help their kid be, you know, the best version of themselves that they can be to try to blaze that path forward for them where they couldn't do it for others. I mean, please just know that there are others out there who are looking to you as an example. And uh, to you, Jody, thank you for sharing your story because there's a lot of folks out there who also want to be able to feel they can share their stories. So uh, that's my final thoughts. What do you have for us? Uh, There are three ways to get the book. You can go to Amazon and you can get it on paper or order it on paperback. Um, You can download it to a Kindle. And just recently, as of November 1st, um, we completed the audio book, the audio version. So you can go to audible and you can get it that way. So, um, it's a six hour you listen. Um, so that means if you're, if you're reading it, you're probably going to read it a lot quicker. It's an easy read. Trust me. I don't have a big vocabulary and I don't use any big words in the book, but, uh, I, I would like to end like the way I end my book. And I'll say this because, and when I do my speeches, I'll, I end it this way is that, you know, my final thought is that the world is, it's a Helen Keller quote. And, uh, I saw it when I did a presentation in Johnstown, Pennsylvania, and it said, the world is full of suffering, but is also full of the overcoming of it. And that's what I'd like to leave you with, is that you can, with the proper counseling and support, you can work through this and you can live a normal life. Jody Plochet, thank you for joining us. And folks, if you got some value from today's episode, well, please 
do me a favor. Go ahead and give today's episode a share because I think this is one of those particular episodes a lot of folks will will listen to and it will resonate. So if you want to uh, to help inspire the conversations that we need to have, well, please go ahead. Yes, give today's episode a share and also uh, please go ahead and and buy this book. Please support uh, Jody as he shares his story. And uh, yes, the book is again, one more time, Why Gary Why. We will include the link in the show notes. And by the way, folks, if you are joining us on the podcast version of the show, which I know 99% of you are, click the artwork in your podcast catcher. It will bring you over to briannicholshow.com where you can find all those aforementioned links, but also you can find the entire transcript from today's episode plus the video version of the show. We are on YouTube odyssey and on rumble do me a favor hit that subscribe button and little notification bell so you don't miss a single time we go live and speaking of which we're going to continue the conversation here on youtube uh where we're going to go back to an episode i just had with john livesey and ironically enough we're talking about storytelling so if you want to go ahead and learn how to tell your story continue the conversation here episode should pop up right here otherwise thank you for joining us with that being said brian nichols signing off here on the brian nichols show for jody Pochet. we'll see you tomorrow Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. Enjoying the audio version of the show? Then you'll love our YouTube channel. Be sure to head over there and subscribe. And if you're new to The Brian Nichols Show, be sure to head to your favorite podcast catcher and click download all unplayed episodes so you don't miss one of our nearly 500 episodes that will be sure to leave you educated, enlightened, and informed. If you got value from today's episode, can you do me a favor and head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash support and leave us a $5 donation. And by the way, have you given the show a five-star review yet? If not, head to Apple Podcasts and tell folks why you listen to the program and don't forget to tell your friends to subscribe too. Follow me on social media at B Nichols Liberty. And again, if you'd be so kind, please consider making a donation to the Brian Nichols Show at briannicholsshow.com forward slash support.